What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that DrLisaO.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Welcome back to the show. I have a guest today that you guys know already. You met her early on when I first launched the podcast. It's one of my friends. It's Amy Stark. She does the EFT or the emotional freedom technique, the tapping. And why did I bring her back on? Yeah, she's one of my friends. But the fact of the matter is I have sent that podcast to so many people. It's basically on a daily basis that I'm sending it out. So if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to the original one. We deep dive even further on EFT on some of the questions that I've received after that initial podcast. But here's the deal. We're all dealing with a ton of stress right now in 2020. Kids have not gone back to school in some areas. You're still working from home. You're trying to figure out how to keep your kid on a computer that's you know five years old. Just There's so much uncertainty. There's so much confusion. There's so much stress. And EFT, the research is there. We're going to cover all of this again, the common questions that I received the first time around. And then we go through some real world experience as to how do you do this? <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. What are you telling me just to tap? So you can get her information. I'll put the link below. We'll also post the picture. And again, if you're not in our Facebook group, Amy is in there. So you can go into the Ketone Your Health Facebook group and grab the pictures there as well. You just search Ketone, K-E-T-O-W-N, Your Health. So as an Own Your Health on Facebook. And then we will also get some information right along with this podcast link. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm Dr. Lisa Olszewski. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. 
I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant you. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Olszewski, and I have a wonderful friend with me today. This is my guest, Amy Stark, and we are going to talk about some topics that, ladies, you know this, we're talking about the stuff that nobody wants to talk about that we're all dealing with. So today we're going to speak a little bit more about anxiety and depression because like Amy and I were just saying right before we hit record, throughout 2020, man, there's been chapters thrown at us that none of us ever expected. Right. I think my hashtag for the year was, this was not my vision board. (laughs) (laughs) Not what I set out for, but what we're seeing is I feel like so much in our society, people are experiencing emotions they've never experienced before because this is what happens with the lockdown. So Amy, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So share with our audience a little bit about your story because we're going to go through some different techniques that isn't just the medication type stuff that most people know of. And I should give that disclaimer. Obviously, if things, you know, definitely this is not a substitution for your medications, et cetera, that way. But um, we're just going to talk about different things that can help calm us. So, so much is being asked of us these days um, that we weren't really, let's say, signed up for, right? You know, <laughs> um, you know, we were, we were just talking about how you now have to wear a mask at work and that wasn't something that you were anticipating or wanting to do. And, you know, it's very uncomfortable. And, and then there's teachers that are like, hey, I want to be a teacher and I want to enjoy my students and be in the classroom with them. And now all of a sudden, all day long, I'm being video recorded and I'm getting kicked off in the middle of class. And, you know, I don't know how to mute my first graders, you know. Like it's a lot, you know, there's just so much that's going on that as a mom also, like I had a little bit of a meltdown last week. And, um, even with somebody who has a lot of tools, you know, I had reached my breaking point because it was a culmination of a lot of things at one time. And it's really important to have something to help us reset so that we can not spend two weeks laying out or a month or, or months, mm-hmm. right? right? Missing out on life and, and not being able to create the life that we want. Right. Cause that's what I'm all about. I love what you just said of missing out on life and then not creating the life that we want because we all deserve to be our best and our families and our loved ones deserve us to be our best. Yeah. And that really starts with taking care of ourselves, right? You know, we can't pour from an empty cup. And I learned that when I was younger, I used to be a New York city public school science teacher and Uh, I worked in one of the most dangerous schools in all of probably the country and uh, my life was threatened and things like that. And so I was um, constantly giving, I really felt for these kids. I'm an empath. I didn't know it at the time. I, I really felt like my hands were tied, you know, uh, there's only so much I could do. Like they would leave my classroom and they'd go home and they were hungry or they were sleeping on the subway or things like that. And then they would come back and then I would try to be there for them, but then they were angry and they were sad and they were checked out, you know? And so um, I had to leave that profession because I, I didn't have a tool like EFT, which we're going to talk about, to help me reset, to help me remove that trauma um, of, of what, what, what I was witnessing and what I wasn't able to help heal within them. So, you know, being, I actually got so depressed that I almost wanted to, to leave here, this planet, you know, commit suicide. And, you know, that's really sad because I was always a happy-go-lucky person. I always saw the, the bright side, but I just felt like I had done everything that I was supposed to do and it wasn't adding up into something that I wanted. 
and it was really hard and I was young and I was like, you know what, maybe next time it'll be better. And then I was like, wait a second, what if there is a next time? And like, what does that mean? So that's what, that's what really set me off on this path of like, you know, looking into meditation. Cause a friend of mine had said, you know, you should try meditation, like calm down, you know, and you'll feel a lot better. You know, you'll be able to assess your situation and, and, you know, fix the things that aren't working, like figure out why it failed, like, or why it's been failing. So I really think that it's important to sit down and, and review your, your, body, you know, and health and what's going on, but also review your circumstances and where you're failing to meet um, expectations with yourself or other people or whatever. And that's going to create this dialogue within yourself where you're like, I- I'm not happy, you know, like you, there's this like feedback loop that's like, I'm not good enough. I, I can't do this for this person, or I, I'm not um, good at this or that or the other thing, you know, you want to take a look at what's holding you back, what's making you upset. And uh, an EFT is really the tool that you're going to want to know in order to help calm your body down so you can start to see what's going on and then maybe rewrite some of those limiting beliefs or that trauma that you may be experiencing. You know, we're all, uh, you know, wondering what the heck's going to go on with this financial uh, situation. And for some people, they've lost their job. For some people, they are struggling to put food on the table. You know, EFT, while it's not going to put food on the table, is going to help you realize, you know, the best ways to maximize your circumstances in terms of seeing all available options, um, you know, possibly recognizing that opportunity when if you were in fight or flight, because your resources are, are limited, you might miss it. And so tapping really help us to get, helps us to get into the parasympathetic nervous system and, and tapping is EFT. So I'll yeah. talk more about that. So EFT is emotional freedom technique. And what it is, is it really does release those emotions that you're holding inside you, right? So I am somebody who is constantly looking around, you know, my, my circumstances and saying, what's not in alignment with me? Like, why do I feel blue right now? Like sad, you know, when I, I don't really know, have any other reason to feel that way. Right? Like maybe there's an emotion that's coming up. And if I start to dig deeper, I'm going to find out what's causing that, you know, maybe I feel like, um, you know, I'm not being a good mom or something like that, or maybe I'm not bringing, pulling my weight financially within the family or something like that. It's important to really recognize that your body has all this wisdom. And when you're feeling this sadness or this anxiety, there's something that is causing it. There's something that's triggering it. And it, it honestly is a wonderful opportunity to heal because your feelings really are strong and they really are your wake up call to say something's not working in my life. So when we can take the opportunity and I like to say, turn our uh, trauma into our truth or not live from our trauma and live from our truth. We can take the opportunity, release the trauma, and then our truth comes in and we're like, oh, I am a good mom. Like that was just one small thing that happened, you know, or I am pulling my weight or I will be pulling my weight, you know, in terms of financial responsibilities. So it's just a quick way to redirect and refocus and see the world in a new way, in a brighter way. Um, And I'll tell you that when you do this work, because I have the, the opportunity in this lifetime to see energy moving and to see people heal very quickly, 
that you will then see the world differently and you will respond differently to the world and the world will respond differently to you. So this is the, the reason why we do this. It's going to help us to become this magnet in life for the things that we want versus experiencing things that we don't want or having a tape playing on repeat, like having this trauma just continually replay or this anxiety replay or this sadness replay in our minds and not doing anything about it. So yeah, go ahead. So here's the deal. So, um, you guys remember Amy, like I said before, on the, like from the first early on in the podcast. And so, um, if you've listened to this one before, what I find a lot of times people are like, well, I'm tapping. I don't know what to say. So let's give them a real world experience as in, Hey, I'm having struggles with putting food on the table or, or, you know, let's, let's give them something like how they can actually utilize this. Otherwise they're just, I find that some people come back and like, I'm just tapping. I'm not really sure what to say, but I know I deeply love and appreciate myself. Like, right. Let's back it up for just one second. Okay. I just, I, I know that people are so um, resistant to this technique at times because they're like, it looks so goofy and it seems so silly, but I, I rest assured it is one of the most transformational tools that I have ever found in my life. And I've seen it work thousands of times for people. It can really uh, circumvent years of therapy if you do it right. You know, if you really pay attention to what you're doing, um, it can lower cortisol levels by 37%. It can turn on 72 genes for healing. This is within one hour. You know, it, there are things that it does. It makes you happier. It makes you a better partner. It makes you a better employee. Like this is something that's worth investing your time and learning. And so we'll do a real world experience, uh, um, real world example. Okay. And so how about the thing, like you had just said for one hour, that's one of the things of the feedback that I've gotten. People are like, I have to sit here for an hour and do this. And it's like, no, no, no. Even if you only have a couple of minutes, a little bit is still better. I mean, that's the research was showing an hour. Right. Because they have to pick some time. Yeah. Yeah. But it works. Like even if you're just sitting in your car before you're walking into your office, before you're walking into your home, whatever it is, and doing that for a few seconds, you're still going to see benefits. Yeah. Right? I'll give you a real world example that happened to me like several months back. My, um, my son was missing, uh, you know, from the bus. This was last year and he was supposed to come home and he didn't like, I don't even remember what I, oh, he, you know, that's what he did. He went to um, cooking class, which had ended that week, you know? So he went to the cooking class. He started cooking with the teacher and the teacher was like, I'm not sure, you know, if he's supposed to be here, maybe the paperwork's wrong, whatever. And um, so he was completely safe, but I'm like waiting for him to come off the bus. And I have to go and take my dog who's sick to the vet. So I, now I'm missing my son and I'm going to be late to an appointment. And I have the stressful event of my dog being sick. So I, um, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, pull yourself together. So I'm like freaking out, but I'm like, all right, there's no time to freak out. Like you need to see all options that are available to you. Who, you know, what can you do? So anyway, I'm like, you know what? I bet you he's at cooking class. So I go down to the school, I find him, I pull him out of school <laughs> and I'm like, okay, my son's no, you know, not missing anymore. Great. But my body was still freaking out. Right. My head was like, he's here. Everything's fine. My body was still going through the trauma, the, you know, sadness of maybe I could have lost him. So here I am, the dog's in the back of the car, you know, with my son and I'm now driving to the, um, the vet and I have no time, you know, in between. So here I am driving down the road, just like this tapping, 
thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, even though I couldn't find Aiden and I'm really upset and I'm really upset about the dog, you know, having to go to the vet, you know, so there's, this is a real life example. And by the time I got to the vet appointment, I was able to say to the vet, these are the things that the dog is experiencing. Not me, not my son. I didn't start telling her, oh my God, I couldn't find my son for the last half an hour, you know, and he's only six, um, you know, or five at the time. And, and he's so, like, I was cooking. What's the big deal, mom? Yeah. He's like, I'm hungry. Um, you know, and by the way, I probably had snacks and everything like that in the car, you know, because I was like able to redirect, you know, I was able to see what was important. I took a couple deep, deep, deep breaths and I was able to get him to the appointment, tell the vet what needed to be said and then leave and be like, whew, I made it through it. Right. Yeah. It all happened. And I was my best self throughout the whole thing because I had this tool to calm my body down. My brain knew everything was fine and everything would be fine. Right. Eventually. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a real world example of a mom on the fly, you know, trying to get through the day, you know, and just do thing after thing after thing. And I love how you said that because that you were able to walk into the vet's office and like be present and explain that situation then and there. Because I think of that, how often I see people walking into my chiropractic office and it's like, and, blah, 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 and I'm like, but what, if, like time out, like what's happening with you right now? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need the last 12 hours worth of your life because that doesn't affect how I'm going to adjust them at that point. Right. Right. So right. It is how often, I guess it's one of those things to become more aware of how, um, much excess, I don't want to say excess baggage, but how much are we bringing into situations that isn't even necessary to bring all that stuff into? Right. And so in the instance of like not being able to find my son, my brain had slept into reptilian brain, right? It went right into uh, the sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight. Like I, all I cared about was finding him, making sure he was okay. You know, there was just basic primal needs right there. But like, if I show up at the vet's office, she's going to be like, what are you doing here? And I'll be like, I, I don't know. I can't even talk. Like I'm in reptilian brain, <laughs> you know, like, I know. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. He looks fine to me. Um, and I'm like, no, wait, wait for the cough. Um, <laughs> no. So, um, that's the whole point. We want to get checked into the present moment. So much of our life, we live in the past or we live in the future. And really the only time where we can create is in the present moment. And this just brings us right into that present moment because we're literally being like, Hey, come back, yeah. come back into your body, come back into the present moment, stay focused. And I'm tapping on my underneath my yeah. nose. Like I'm really trying to show you how you, it really is like signals to the brain and the body. Let's get in sync. Let's get in the present moment. This is all hands on deck, right? That's basically what it's saying. All right. And it is, I think of um, within even in chiropractic, there is a whole thing. This was an old coaching group way back when that used to say PTC, the present time consciousness to the point of like, before you would walk into the room with a patient, you like would tap a little color on the, on the door to beat walk in. And so that way you were there present time consciousness, right? Oh, I so like it is. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate because we are programmed to by society, by teachers, by, you know, our parents, everybody to be looking to the future, to be reviewing the past. And really, if we can let go of that stuff and stay in the present moment, we probably are going to create a lot more because we're dispersing our energy when we do that. We literally have a little bit in the past, a little bit in the future, a little bit somewhere else, you know, and we want to be, like I said, all hands on deck, all right here, right present moment. Let's, let's tackle this situation. Yeah, no, and, absolutely. And I tell people a lot of times, you know, meditation is how I started because it was really helpful and it was the tool that I had at the time. But a lot of people are like, 
I can't do meditation. Like I don't want to sit down and be with myself in that way right yet. You know, Listen like to my thoughts. Yeah. 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 They're like, no, this is too much. So I think EFT is a great substitute for people who are just starting out in terms of getting into the body, start releasing some of this tra- trauma, calm down. And you, you'll be surprised that, you know, how much more you can access because that, I mean, they, they know this from the research, you know, they know that you can access more things when you're in your sympathetic parasympathetic state. Like you have a better immune system. You have um, more access to creativity. You have um, uh, greater knowledge of what is happening at the present moment. So you can really assess the, the situation. And I think you had just said it, like everybody has such a hyper awareness right now for immune system. And it is when we are stuck in fight or flight, that is not supported to your immune system. Right. So, and I really do I encourage people to not be caught up in the stats or the drama of what's going on right now, because it, it is causing so much fear. And I do say, if you, if you feel like you need to be participating in that and watching the numbers and things like that, dip in and dip out, like mm-hmm. go watch it and then leave it because don't have it playing in the background all day long. It's going to keep your fight or flight on. It's going to lower your immune system. It's going to keep you in reptilian brain. You're not going to see options. And over time, you're going to degrade your immune system and your overall body. Because what happens in fight or flight is your energy goes to your extremities because you were supposed to run. You were supposed to fight. And guess what? You also release an acid that goes into your skin. It makes you taste bad. So like that eats away at like, you know, your organs (laughs) and whatever, you know, your tissues. And it's, it's just not a pretty sight, you know? And so we want to calm down, bring that energy into our digestion. So where that's the rest and digest and heal and assimilate the nutrients, give all the the power to our brain in the way that we want it to be, give it to our digestive system, the way that we want it to give it to our, our, our whole system, the way that it's wanting to heal and move forward. Yeah. And that's what we need to do is just nourish. And I was just talking to somebody else about it for another episode on the podcast is that it, we have to allow time for our body to nourish, to build, and just, just to repair. Like, and I feel as if we're always in such a, a hurried state in society that we're running and we're racing to the next thing, but at least that's one nice thing about 2020. It's caused us all to slow down. Right. And there's, in, in my opinion, there's a whole separate reason for that. I think that we were the society that was unconscious and I think we're becoming the conscious society now that was, you know, it's called the dark night. I mean, it, there's times in, in my, my life and many people who are on their path, living their purpose, where they were forced into a dark night, which is where you are forced to stop, look around, be like, what is it that I want? What hasn't been working? And then you realize, you know what, I'm here for something more. Yeah. And I think that's what people are doing is like, hey, you know, maybe we don't need to have the latest and greatest all the time. Maybe, you know, what's more important is that I spend more quality time with my family or that I travel versus work, you know, seven days a week, 24 seven, you know, mm-hmm. for years on end, you know, not taking breaks, you know, so people are starting to realize, oh, I don't necessarily have to have that building as a, you know, company own and own it in, you know, New York city paying billions of dollars for it. You know, maybe I can have my people work at home and then cut costs and raise their salaries or whatever. I don't right. know, yeah. but there's a lot of rearranging that's going on right now. And, and, and while it all can seem really confusing and a lot of people were just destined to kind of want to have a grip on um, reality. Like we want to see consistency. We want to know what's coming next. Like we just, it's part of our neural network. It's part of our wiring. Like we want to feel safe. We want to feel comfortable. 
And so much of the time we don't feel that way. And so like when we don't know, we go into hypervigilance with our, our um, brain. You know, I say it's our six chakra because I'm into energy, but basically we're like out there searching and surveying. And what we should be doing is using our brain to create the life that we want, not searching and surveying. So if we can say, you know what, maybe out there it seems scary and things are happening and like people are losing their jobs and stuff like that. But what's happening here? What's happening in my life? You know, is my family okay? Do I have a job? Am I making ends meet? Do I have some savings? You know, if something happens, you know, reassess how your personal reality is and then maybe check in with the outdoor reality, you know, and then maybe adjust accordingly, but really live your life first from here, meaning your reality and then um, adjust based on what's going on outside. All right. So you had said prior to us hitting record, there's a story that you want to share. Okay. So I love to, I, I love this analogy because honestly, I woke up this morning and um, spirit was just like in my ear, right? First thing this morning, just telling me um, how I should share about what it is that I really do for people so that you all understand your capacity to create. So here it is. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny and it's, it's actually all re- very true. So I'm an editor. Of course it's true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an editor. I'm like the ultimate life editor, right? For people, like I help them create the life that they want. So I look at them, I listen to them talk. I have them talk about their struggles or maybe not. I just read their energy and I can see. And I, I can find where things aren't in alignment. And here's the thing. We've been told that like we are just one person writing the story of our lives, right? Like we are in charge of what happens, right? And then we start beating ourselves up and being like, how come this is not working out? Well, guess what? Basically, you have somebody who is asleep that's waking up or, you know, getting out of bed and rewriting your script every once in a while at random, okay? That's your subconscious programming that is coming out and running your life. Like, so you're just like, what, what the hell is happening here? Like, why did that just happen? I didn't want that to happen. And then you go back and you're like, okay, let me erase this. Let me just figure out like how I can reroute and change the story. And then the next day, the same thing happens that that subconscious comes out, you know, wakes up, comes in, writes your story over again. (laughs) And, and you're like, oh no, that's terrible. So here's the other thing you also are writing a story based on information from, let's say your grandfather. So your grandfather started a story that you basically only know a few of the characters and some basic life story information. And they're like, here's your book, finish it. And you're like, wait a second, what the hell happened in this book? I don't even know. We're just, we're not given that information unless you're someone like me who can read that kind of information and find out what are the, some of the things that happen in that story that might be important for you to know so you don't repeat that part of the story because nobody wants to read the same story over and over again, right? So we have somebody screwing with our story. We have somebody giving us a story that's already half written. And then here we are, we're trying to write the story and we're like, wait a second. And then like, we can even consider like, we have all these other outside um, people that are co-authors like society or our parents or our friends or even our our um, spouses, you know, they're all helping to create this story. And you're like running around trying to like change the story and be like, wait a second, this is not working. And so that's why it's so important to sit down in meditation and review the story and be like, what characters, characters can we release? What, you know, story parts can we rewrite? You know, can we change the setting? Can we, you know, um, make it more in alignment with the story that we came here to, to share, you know, that we came here to express and be like fully embody it. So, uh, you know, 
it's interesting because people think they have so much more control over their life until they really realize that there's just a lot of other things that are at play. But then once you gain that understanding that there's a lot of things at play and you can start to work with them, then you create the life that you want. Oh, I love it. So let's give us some real world experience, especially for people that might be really having, I don't want to say, okay, never mind. I'm going to reword that whole thing. Everybody, I think, is having an issue trying to deal with the events handed to us in 2020. So I don't want to like single out anybody, right? Like if you're listening and you're like, oh, that's me, like that just, I'm going to be truthful. It's everybody right now. We're all, this is not a normal that nobody, that anybody wants. So. Right. So here's a real world example that happened to me the other day that I know that a lot of people are going through right now because it's just the way (laughs) that things are. So, um, I was sitting trying to do work and I'm there with my son who is in first grade and he's on the computer. Now he is being asked to be on the computer from 8.30 to 1, no, 2.30, 8.30 to 2.30, okay? With breaks, he's six years old and he has breaks in between. And again, they're first graders giving that we are giving him a computer, like the school gave him a computer and he like he just presses things. <laughs> like he just, you know, and then he's like, oh my gosh, like, where did all my friends go? Where did all my, te- my teacher go? Whatever. You know, what am I supposed to do? So we're constantly having to be there to support him. So I got to a point where I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like, this is horrific. Like it, my whole world started coming in on me. Like, how am I ever going to get any work done? How is my partner going to get any work done if we're trading off and whatever? Like, here we go. We're already at now definitely 50% less, you know, functioning. (laughs) And then it's like, we're, you know, beyond that, like there's the heartbreak of knowing that my first grader is sitting in front of a computer for, you know, six hours or something. And what do I do about all that? So, so let's do it. Let's take a deep breath in and out. So ultimately circumstances are out of my control. And so everybody here can recognize how there's something that they feel like is out of their control right now, right? You know, either your kids are in your space and you don't want them, your partner's in your space and you don't want them, you're having to work from home and you don't want, you have to wear a mask at work or whatever. You know, there's things that are happening that are out of our control. And the best thing to do is to just remember we have control over how we perceive what's going on. Repeat that one more time for people if they didn't catch it. Right. So we have the control that we have over our lives is the control of how do I feel about the circumstances? I control that. I control how I react to the outside world. So when I was sitting there getting triggered because his internet wasn't working because his teacher was you know leaving the classroom and I was like thinking, oh my gosh, is he safe? You know, like that was triggering in my head and it was unconscious. And he was, of course he was safe. He was right in front of me, you know, but like in my head, like this teacher is supposed to be watching him and now she's not. Um, And then, you know, um, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I left teaching 25 years ago to do podcasting and, and healing work for people. I'm not wanting to be his teacher. Like I'm be- being triggered, like, wait a second. I, I left this for a reason. And so um, there I am, I'm, I'm, I'm getting triggered. So we wanna take those times where we're triggered to tap because we wanna do EFT because 
the brain and the body are already like kind of highlighted. Like they're kind of like, Ooh, this is something that we were ready to release. Like this is something that is overriding the system and we can train the brain to think that it's safe. Like, so that's what we want to do is we want to say, let's reassess. Is Aiden safe? Yes, he's safe. You know, am I really going to have to be a teacher? Probably not for very long. This is temporary. You know, can I still pr provide the things that I want to do through the podcasting and healing? Yes, I could probably do it. We can make it work. So um, I start to see options that are available to me. Like it, there's some kind of camp down the road that I might be able to use or, you know, whatever. So we want to remember we have control over our circumstances, but we cannot get there until we are in the parasympathetic nervous system, until we are avail like in our brain using all of the available information. And, um, and then we can calm down and we hit, it's almost like you hit a reset. It's, it's called um, the, the neural network comes down and it reforms into uh, this new network that says that you're safe. You have control over your response to this. Um, we can choose whether or not we're going to move forward in this direction or that direction. And our, our brain literally shifts and starts to see those things. And that's called your reticular activating system. It's like a lens that you put on. It's like all of a sudden I now get to go around with rose colored glasses and view the world in the way that I want to view it rather than, you know, past trauma triggering me from 25 years ago when I was a teacher and I hated it. Right. And my life was threatened. So ah, here we go. <laughs> Let's take a deep breath in and out. Breathing is so important for just sending the signal to the body that it's okay. You know, a lot of times we take really short breaths when we're in fight or flight. We are, um, you know, scared basically. So we want to just take a deep breath and say, it's okay. You know, everything's going to be okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to start to tap and we're going to tap on the, do you want me to do all the points? Whatever you think, even, I mean, that's another question. Do I have to do them all? Well, you can hit well, whatever areas. You so like I said before earlier, like I was driving, so I was just tapping under my nose. What you can do. I've tried this with driving, like trying to do both hands. Obviously you need to keep a hand on the wheel. <laughs> right. Yeah. You do definitely have to keep the hand on the wheel. And also like, I'm, I'm not fully recommending that we do that necessarily while we're driving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but what, what, yeah. So it's, People can tap for an hour or they can tap for five minutes. They can tap anywhere in between there. You will know when you've had the reset. You will know when you feel better because number one, you could take a rating. So a lot of times I, when people first start out, I do recommend that they say, how much is this bothering me on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being the worst, zero being not at all. And uh, then you go from there and then you can really see the number come down because you'll check in after each round, you know, where am I at? And you'll see it go from like a 10 to a seven, to a five, to a two, to a one, you know? And, and then when you're at a one, you're like, wow, I feel really good. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen people look like they're high when they're tapping because they're just so relaxed. Like it can be that calming and that quick, depending on who you are and how willing you are to just let go and try it. So um, there's different points, I should say, just as a review, you know, I did do the other podcast that we talked about this, but these points are, are part of mer the Meridian system and they contain energy and information. And yes, that's great. We can look at Chinese medicine. We can say this Meridian has this energy and information, but I'm also here to tell you it is accurate. Like I've seen how if you're feeling grief, if you um, tap on either the point that's on below the pinky, or if you tap on the heart, which is not actually in typical EFT, but I definitely 
suggested, it will help to release sadness. It will help to check you into your body and say, everything's okay. You know, under the eye is great for control. A lot of people are really suffering from feeling like a lack of control. If you tap on that, that's going to help check you in and release that control energy. If you tap under the nose, it's really going to help connect the mind and the body and say, come back here. We're here. We're, let's stay present. Let's move energy that kind of stuff. So there's different points that have information. And if you're drawn to a particular point, go there. Yeah. Don't, don't say, oh, well, the next point is this other one. So maybe I should go there. No, go to the point where you feel like the energy is because it'll happen faster for you. You'll move the energy faster. You'll rewrite the programming. You'll, you'll train your brain to, to look at the world differently faster if you use your intuition, which we all have. Absolutely. And it's becoming aware of that and listening mm -hmm. to that little voice. No, I love that, that you just said that I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday and the same type of thing. Um, they were dealing with death and they're like, it's been a week and I still haven't cried yet. And they're like, I know it's going to hit me at some point. And so that's when I sent the last, you know, the last podcast that you did off. And I was like, you know, take a listen, but I would, I'm like, just start working on different points. And so that you said just right through here, right? Is that what it was? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. and, and for those of you that are listening, you can't see where I'm tapping, but right there on the little finger on the hand. Um, and we'll put, you have a graphic with all of this. Yeah, so I'll I do. put that yeah, in there um, mm -hmm. with the podcast so people can see that. And then also the heart that only makes sense. I use essential oils a lot, right? So yeah. um, throwing, I feel as if I'm telling everybody this joy Mm. Young living over the heart, like everybody, I'm like diffuse it. It's just it's becoming like a daily thing of conversations that I'm I'm telling people. I'm like we've got, we've got to do this because otherwise, um, right. Well, so here's so just what you were talking about. So she's this person, I don't know, man or woman, but um, saying I'm grieving and I can't cry, and I've seen that so many times. We sometimes through programming through our parents or society, like we're not allowed to cry, hold it in. You know, um, if sometimes we feel like if I cry, then I have to feel bad for the other person or I have to hold space for another person, you know, or sometimes we just hold on to our feelings. And um, I have seen time and time again, where somebody will be like, no, nothing's bothering. And they start tapping and then they start crying because it gets the energy moving. They start to release what they need to release. And they start to realize that it's okay for them to do that. So that's part of EFT is actually a statement where we say, even though this is happening, I still love and accept myself. And I love that because number one, we're saying love and that's how you heal is through love. But acceptance is so important. We have so much judgment that we place on others and ourselves. And this helps to rewrite that judgment. It helps to um, say to ourselves, you know what? I'm not perfect and nobody's anybody, nobody else is either. And when we want to move forward in life, we need to accept where we're at. And I like the idea or the analogy of if you were trying to go to a destination and you had the GPS, you'd put in where you're at. You wouldn't just like assume that it would know where you are and get you there, right? You'd be like, okay, where am I? I'm right here. So you type that in the current location and then you type in your address. So like if that's getting a job or having a new relationship or crying, you know, whatever it is, right. you need to check in with where you are at. And so when we say, I love and accept myself, it puts us in that present moment where we can start to move the energy and then take a step forward. How about this? I feel called to say this. So I'm going to say it too. Um, do you ever use the oil released as well? Oh, I'm thinking like how yeah. amazing that would be yeah. for people. Yep. I mean, yeah, it might so really 
trigger a lot of release. Yeah. So I will warn people it will because, yeah. um, so I, I was like messing around with, uh, essential oils probably 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want this to prove to me that this works, you know? So I bought the stuff and then I was using them. And one of them was released the oil from young living. And I felt called to put it on my ear. Okay. So right where, uh, the kidney merid- or kidney point is. Okay. And let me tell you, it was probably like an hour or two later, this wave of emotion came over me and I was just standing in my kitchen. Nothing. I was doing absolutely nothing. I was standing there. A wave of emotion came over me and I was like, what the heck was that? And then I was fine. But like, I was like, whoa, that had to be the oil. Like, cause I just, it was just an hour later or so. And, and what essential oils do from uh, the little knowledge that I have of it is that it unwinds what's called, I think it's the DNA Mm -hmm. and releases the energy that's there. So the trauma that, you know, could be stored from the body because your body keeps the score, the issues are in the tissues. You know, this is something that is well known, you know, Mm -hmm. if you do the research, Uh, And it helps to just move that energy out and make you have that reset. And, um, and so sometimes people are like, I don't even know what's wrong with me. Tap anyway, say, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why I won't cry. Start there. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're like, I must know, you know, and it's like, no, a lot of times we're so checked out. We have no clue of what's wrong. And I saw that when I first started out becoming an energy healer, I just saw that people, I would say to them, like, what's going on? And they would be like, "Um, I'm fine. (laughs) <laughs> like that's not what your energy is saying. Like, let's yeah. talk about this. And I would even say, how's your knee? And they'd be like, um, my knee's fine. And I'd be like, it's not fine. And I'm like, are you sure you're not like limping? Oh yeah. I've been limping for like three weeks. I didn't realize you were asking me about that. I'm like, <laughs> that was when they got finally checked into their body. So really, you know, it's okay not to know. And that's part of our, our defense mechanism is to not really know exactly what's going on sometimes because it can be overwhelming if we don't take the time to really sort through uh, what's going on. It's sort of like having a ton of pit stack of papers on your desk and never looking at them. Eventually it's in your best interest to start looking at that, those papers and start working yeah. through them because right. the, they're never going to stop coming. Yeah. No, I laugh. I did that the other day or like a little file that I found stuff that was there for way too long. I won't eat Oh this. yeah. I found diapers in my house recently. My son's <laughs> six. <laughs> I was like, I think I can get rid of these. Yeah, these are going to be gone. (laughs) They're just tucked away in a drawer somewhere. And I was just like, (laughs) and I clean out drawers and closets and stuff like that. I'm not a hoarder. You know, I'm just like, how the heck did that miss my radar? You know, but I don't know. Sometimes you just, yeah, you don't see it if it's there. If it's there every single day, you don't notice it kind of like with some of our emotions. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's the cool thing. Once we start cleaning up our emotions and we get real checked in, we know how we're feeling. Then when we feel off, we are so much more like, whoa, what's that? That ha-, and then you can kind of find the trigger a lot more easily. So mm-hmm. the more work we do, the easier it becomes. And actually, you were saying, um, you know, some people don't want to tap for an hour. Sometimes when you do start tapping regularly, your body's like, oh, that's what we're doing right now. Okay, I'm going to start doing it for you. And so now I can say, even though this is happening, I deeply love and accept myself. I'll yawn and then I'm done. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, yeah, it's really super quick. So here yeah. we'll. You, yeah. you, are you ready to um, get off? Are you, do you need to go? No, no, no. We, we have a few more minutes so we okay, can cool. totally go through and let's share that with everybody. And um, yeah, I'll even share. How about this? Like I had my, um, 
I had to have an MRI. I've been having some issues recently. So, hey, great news. Um, I thought I had a torn meniscus and I don't. However, it was my very first MRI ever. And I just felt crazy off energetically afterwards because it was like mm. I was sitting in a massive magnet. And so I texted Amy and was like, all right, I do need help. Like, where should I tap right now? Because I was tapping everything. And so she just came back through. But I mean, that's the reality. Like you start to get so in tune and people, like how many people have had MRIs and they've never noticed that type of stuff, right? Mm. But it is like that stuff shifts. Like, oh yeah. Oh, electronics are like my thing. <laughs> right. I get zapped or I break them or whatever. <laughs> I, yeah. I said to this lady, I was going through the airport. I was late um, to go to a conference and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do that. Um, put your hand down and um, it'll read my palm. What is that? The clear, clear. Yeah. Oh. And I put my hand. eyes. Um, do they change it to the eyes? I don't know. I was putting my hand on it. This was a couple of years back. Anyway, I was in a rush. And so my, when my energy is really amped, I put my hand on it and I go, ow. <laughs> and the lady was like, what? I'm like, it just electrocuted me. And she's like, that has never happened to anybody. Like, um, yeah. So I was like, all right, I guess I won't be using clear. <laughs> Cause I'm always running through the airport. (laughs) Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, let's get started. Yeah. We're in 2020. That's when my realization, right? Yeah. Right. Weekend. And now I'm like, wow, I don't think I'm ever going to go back to that. But so like, yeah, exactly. So you have these realizations because we mm-hmm. get into these patterns and we're like, well, who am I if I don't do that? Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just too much to look at. If I, if you say, who am I, if I stop traveling, if I get out of this marriage, if I leave this job, if I decide to follow my dreams, like that's an identity shift. And that is scary to people, but that's what this time is for is to take a look mm-hmm. at those things that, you know, we might not have ever looked at and been unsatisfied at the end. But now we have the opportunity to maybe check in, see what it is, and then become satisfied. I think we're going to see a huge shift just in consciousness of everybody right now. Oh yeah. There's so many things that are working in I think learning to slow down. Yeah. There, there's so much that's working in uh, synchronicity for mm-hmm. everybody to wake up and, and find what makes them happy. Yeah. All right. So let's right, go. So again, we'll start again. <laughs> Thanks Deep for st- in staying along, everyone. And so we're going to tap um, under the pinky and we're going to say, even though I am freaking out that my um, son has to sit in front of the computer for hours at a time. I deeply love and accept myself. So right there, I just felt some heartbreak in my chest. So it's really important to pay attention to where you're feeling that energy and, um, and then talk about it. So even though I'm feeling that heartbreak, that literal heartbreak in my heart that he has to sit in front of the computer for six hours, I, I still love and accept myself. So I started to feel that energy move. I felt like I need to take a deep breath in and out. So I'm going to do that. This is a real interactive experience. You know, this isn't just like, oh, I'm going to tap and this and that and the other thing. And while that'll work to a degree, if you just started tapping, like some kids, you know, when they're at school, you know, they get nervous to go to the lunchroom, they would go into the bathroom and tap on their hand, or they would sit at the lunch table and tap under the table. You know, these are things that you can do and you don't have to necessarily say anything. It'll just help to release some of that energy, calm the body down. But, um, you know, it's definitely best if you're talking, tapping, thinking about your feelings, thinking about the situation and assessing how things are changing. Take a deep breath in and out. So even though I wish things were different, I'm feeling a lack of control in my life. Whew. 
Man, I felt that with everybody. Where'd you feel that? <laughs> I still feel, I feel a lot in my neck right now. I was, was just going to say throat. I felt yeah. that. Okay. Mm. So um, take a deep breath in and out. So then we're going to talk about that. We're going to say, even though I felt that in my neck and um, I felt like I was being choked or somebody was telling me what my truth was or was going to be, I still love and accept myself. And part of that battle in there that you're feeling is also your body being like, no, 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 you have control over this. You can make it work for you. You can tap on the energy. You can move the programming. You can change your situation, come back, assess your reality and figure out what works for you. Deep breath in and out. People will be like, I just want my kid out of homeschooling (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) And you're like, well, is that really possible? Is that really going to work for you? Because then if you take them out, and then there's no option for them, then you get in trouble. So that's not really working for you, right? right. So find something that works for you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people just stay in that anger. And this is that opportunity to take that anger, to take that, you know, a lot of people like to talk about their, um, their situation over and over again. Guess what? You're reinforcing that energy. You're reinforcing the neural networks. You're not actually changing your circumstances. You're making them worse. Yeah. So we want to just talk about it once, tap, release, and move on. If you can, what were you going to say? No, I like that. That's exactly what you just said. I even feel just because my gut was really tight earlier and now I'm just. Yeah. And that's the energy coming back to your rest and digest and centering yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're in heal mode, right? So take a deep breath in and out. Okay. So let's go to the outside of the eye. And we're going to say, even though I'm feeling frustrated. Even though I'm feeling frustrated. With the circumstances around me. With the circumstances around me. The circumstances that I'm feeling. The circumstances that I'm feeling. Ooh, that's a big that's one. everybody right now. Yeah. I felt that big in the throat, oh. in the mouth. Uh, take a deep breath in and out. And we're going to go under the eye. So even though these circumstances seem out of my control. Even though these circumstances seem out of my control. Okay. Did you hear anything when you were in your intuition or your knowingness or feel it in your body when we were doing that? No, but I noticed how I like decided to sing it out. (laughs) So yeah. So the inner battle right there, when we were saying um, (laughs) things seem to be out of my control, you're at least what I felt and heard was, nope, you have control over how you respond to the situation. So that's bringing it back in, trying to realize what do I have control over? When you feel like you have no control, find what you do have control over. And it's always you and your reaction over the situation. So take a deep breath in and out, or it always could be, I should say. Yeah. And your reaction to the situation. I think that's huge. Oops. Sorry, guys. I just hit the microphone. Um, (laughs) 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 But it is how we're reacting. Total control over that. Yeah. So let's go under the nose. And we're going to say, even though, even though I want things to be different, I want things to be different. So right now, what I felt like coming up was, well, then what are you going to do about it? Right. Right. So what are you going to do about it? If you're out there listening and tapping, what are you going to do to change your circumstances? Guess what I'm doing? I don't know if we, yeah, a little bit. I talked to you about this. We're going on the road. (laughs) We're going on the road and we're going to do more learning in, you know, on our road trip um, versus yeah. Because and one other time, can you take your son with you and right. travel and do homeschool? Right. And I don't feel bad taking him away from friends. Cause it's really not like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
anyways. Yeah, he's not involved in sports because those aren't happening, you know. And I want to be on the beach. I know you love the beach. Guess what? We're camping along the beach. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And guess what? I pick places where there's Wi-Fi so he can stay connected to his classes. And I already talked to his teacher and she's, he's going to be presenting um, about the daily weather, the conditions that where we are, (laughs) drawing pictures, you know, reporting as like a first grader on his experience. So let's take a deep breath in and out. So what we want to do is we want to be able to think outside the box. And if we're in the parasympathetic, the rest and digest and heal, we can see our available options. And that was an option that was available to me. Did it take some work to get it done? Of course it did. But was it worth it? Hell yeah. I think so. Actually, I haven't been on the trip yet, but I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be great. Okay, deep breath in and out. And let's go under the, the lips. So right here is where a lot of energy and information is about what we want to say to others. So a lot of times we want to be like, <laughs> F you, you know, but it's not a good idea, right? <laughs> like on the podcast, um, I was, well, actually, never mind. So well, it's um, also just society today because I feel like everybody, it's all everything. You can't express an opinion right now. Right. Regardless. Yeah. You're going to be found wrong. (laughs) Regardless of what it is. This is it. Like I feel everybody's keeping silent right now. Yeah. Because they don't want to hurt other people's feelings. They don't want people to judge them, you know, and that's the problem right now. If we could all just stop judging so much, it would be so much better. So anyway, let's take a deep breath in and out. So if you ever know that you've like been withholding, you know, things, if you have TMJ, if you clench your jaw, if you grind your teeth, you know, you probably have quite a bit of things that you've wanted to say and didn't say it. So this is your opportunity to release that. And let's take a deep breath in and out. I mean, ultimately, I wanted to say to the school system, F you for putting my kid in front of, you know, the classroom, you know, online schooling for six hours, like, and not like they were like, well, we're going to take attendance, you know, very loosely. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Because like, last thing I need is you guys knocking on my door being like, you're not educating your kid. So like, I wanted to say, this is not fair. You know, I feel trapped. I, I feel bad for my son. You know, I wanted to say all those things. And I certainly would kind of wanted to say it in front of, um, him, you know, yeah. to the teacher, but I didn't, <laughs> it's not, it's not her fault. Um, uh, I definitely know that it's not for her. She's amazing. Actually. She, I, she's a saint. Seriously. Every single teacher, teacher right is now a is a Absolutely. saint sainthood. We, as soon as we get any influx of large amounts of cash, please give it to the teachers. They deserve it. They are saints and the, probably the people behind them, you know, the, people running everything, but yeah, everybody's having to pivot, you know, so drastically. So anyway, let's take a deep breath in and out. And we're going to go to the um, kidney meridian line. So it's uh, K27. So it's right below the collar line. It might be sore for those of you that haven't been tapping. Uh, So you want to tap there and the kidney is all about fear. So if like you're fearing like the loss of Um, time or of experiences or fearing that you won't get things done or whatever, this is where you're going to want to tap. Fear of um, not being able to put food on the table or resources or things like that. Tap here. Deep breath in and out. So then I like to add one over the heart area. So the chest. So we're going to tap and we're going to say, even though I, my heart is breaking and I feel trapped and I don't like my circumstances, but I'm going to change them. I still love and accept myself. Good. Deep breath in and out. 
And then we're going to go to the next two points, which are the last two points. And I like to do monkey, um, like a kind of like a monkey. It's where your bra line is. It's like a hands width down from your armpit. And um, <laughs> Lisa was just checking. <laughs> and basically that's where your liver and spleen points are. And that's where worry and anger is. So if you have some, you know, worry or anger, that's a great time to talk about this. Um, you know, you don't have to remember all of these things that I'm telling you. You don't even have to remember all the points, just start. And, and definitely you can go to my website, start transformation slash EFT. You'll find diagrams, videos, um, all the information that I talked about, about, you know, how it can turn on 72 genes for healing, change the cortisol levels by 37%. You know, there's, there's so much information out there about EFT that, cause it's been studied for 20 years. Like you can go to EFT universe, uh, I think it's.com and you can get all the research. It's pretty amazing. You can say depression, anxiety, um, weight loss, uh, PTSD, you know, so there's, there's categories even of all these meta studies that have been done and studies. And I remember my first time that I saw EFT in action was, um, watching somebody get over their fear of heights. It was amazing. And it was a video. And then I, then I watched about, um, men who had been to war and were losing their lives from PTSD and the EFT over a weekend gave them back their entire lives. Like they stopped being alcoholics. They stopped, they started to get help. They were allowed to come back into their family's lives. So EFT is one of the fastest ways to transform how you view the world and how you exist within the world. I love it. It is so amazing. It's so necessary right now. So if you didn't listen to the episode at the early beginning, when I first started the podcast of Healthy Vibrant You, I want you to go back and listen. And Amy really goes through all the science of it too. But Amy, I know you have a course, so share with them where they can get your course and then also share with them your podcast too. Sure. So I have a podcast. It's called Ophelia podcast. So Ophelia means helper. And I uh, know that. Yeah, it means helper. (laughs) And every time that I talk about things, it's the best ways to transform your life. So I'm into biohacking. Obviously, EFT is something that I talk about all the time on the podcast. I also interview people about their dark nights. So, you know, we can learn from people's dark nights. We can see how people have transformed their lives from the depths of, you know, despair. So I, I really find that really helpful for people and people are enjoying the podcast and healing as well because they're listening along. We don't always tap, but sometimes we do. And I give you ways to look at life differently. So the course that I have is also called the You Are Energy course. And I go through how we are energetic beings and why that's so important to know. Because you know, in order to create the life that you want, you want to have the energy of somebody who who's embodying it. You know, you want to be able to pull that new life into your experience, and you start with your energy when you do that. I love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. It's my pleasure to be here, and I'm so happy to be of service to people. content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests and her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this... I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.